Good morning, boys. Spotted in Eretz somewhere in a hidden location. The, my husband does the daf, something like that. I can't read it. But it's MDY magnet that women are proud of their husbands. The boy said, this is Dr. J. And he's a doctor in the army. He's a doctor and he's in the army and he, he left this message for MDY. Listen to this. If you have sound, it'll be great. Nelly, I'm with our favorite doctor, Dr. J. We're walking back from the hotel. We ran into each other. And he's got a message for you and for the entire MDY family. I've been in the war since Simchat Torah. And like every other Jew in the world, our lives have flipped completely on their heads since then. And everything that we had before is different than what it is now. And it's been very difficult considering I'm living what feels like a Vietnam movie. Uh, and the one thing that has stayed constant in my life, that's been an anchor to my life before the war and my life now, and please God for the future, the one anchor is the death. And a day hasn't gone by where I've missed the death, come back from battles, come back from taking soldiers and make sure you get the death done. So, kolakavod, and I guess keep on daffing. Next. Hilo Kamiansky is on the left. <laughs> Very good. Um, Rabbi Isai, another one. I showed the story. This was in, I forgot, one of the newspapers where one of the chayelim, he was injured in his eyes. They did a procedure and he's, he was blinded temporarily. And he asked that his father learn the daf with him. And I spoke about it. I showed the, the picture of him. He can't see. Right, here he is. Back in battle with his eyesight. Let me see if I could. Um... This is him. All right, so he's back and he's doing the daf. Dear Belly, thank you. Yosef Kitai, Yechiel Mordechai Kitai, Chestnut Ridge, New York. Somebody sent me that picture. I was hoping that somebody, nobody sent me. I don't have any of those. I need it for my own uh, vault. Yeah, well, going to frame it and send it to you. Big. All right. Well, boys, we have to start the daf, but uh, please get the message. I'm sorry, I can't write the full message. I didn't, I didn't see the other message. I don't know what this is. Yosef, you'll have to send me the other message. I'm just, I couldn't find it. It wasn't attached. I'm just with a patient, but wanted to get this out over to you to look at. Rebelli be interested in starting to have that part of MDY be smiling. I guess he's talking about the MDY kids. Yeah. 
sponsors so we can up the game and offer more better incentives. I know it's not much, but I can start off the first month and give 1500 Is that shekel or dollars? Do we know? Huh? Dollars. He's in America, this person? He's not, okay. Other people would also be interested in sponsoring either monthly, weekly, or daily if Rebelli would announce it, like it does for all the other sponsors. Plus, for some people, potential donors, the lure of Tinoikish based Rabon has an extra appeal, a pure tire being learned. Absolutely, he's right. Down the line, it can definitely be expanded. The Chutznik kids really start a learning revolution where kids are excited to learn Gemara and not avoid it like the plague. And once they're not forced to learn it because they're not in Yeshiva anymore, they become like the people who email Rebelli and haven't picked up Gemara in 63 years. But now they're hooked. And that's the side of the self-confidence that the kids can have by being able to understand and learn and not feel like a loser, which becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. They end up in a bad place. Yes, I know we're learning Baba Kama and not Megillah like the message, but who knows? Please let me know. I know each idea is thoroughly fleshed out, but if you'd, if you'd be a go or possibly yes, I'd like to donate while it's still Zoys Hanukkah for us. Thank you, Ellie After. I think it's a great idea. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, let's do it. I don't know what exactly what we want to do. He wants to, he wants to sponsor the MDY kids? Yes, let's go. Great idea. Give out the idea. Raboy said, huh? Oh, they like that thing. Somebody started, what's his name? I've, uh, I forgot his name now. He's a big part of the Shia for Muncie. He started in Muncie, but it didn't take off. You have to, maybe, maybe Benny. Benny's very good at starting things like that. Because he started the thing at the Waldorf. And then he did Israeli. Or a boy side. Big announcement. Tomorrow, Be'ez Hashem, we're launching the exact same Shear in Hebrew. So if you know anybody, Stark, that wants to do the Shear in Hebrew, tomorrow night, every night, Be'ez Hashem, in the base marriage right here, at 9 o'clock p.m., followed by Mayrev. Same stories, but it's the, if you want to hear the stories twice, you have to come to the Hebrew one first, and then the following morning, it's in English. It's first Hebrew, then English. So it's actually, it works out better for the English here. It's a better, it's going to be Be'ez Hashem, uh, the night before. The Mesechta is sponsored for the unity of Am Yisrael. The Mesechta, the month is sponsored. Lili Nishmat Chana Bar the sponsor of the Chodesh. Lili Nishmat Mendel Ben Pinchas. Parnasa Chodesh, Lili Nishmat Chayi Ben Moesha, Lili Nishmat Chayi Bas Yosef. Parnasa Shavua, Fushleim of a devil, Dvorib Asoro. And that's love for all those who say, Vayichulu with Kavano. Anybody think about the Vayichulu? No? What do you ask for? Let's hear why? If it comes out, uh, then we want to know. By parents, Chaim Levine, Hill Yaakov, Ben Berleib, Seidowitz, whose yard set was today. He was Neherag Akibish Hashem while coming home from Mayrev near Ponovich, Lithuania in the early 1900s. Hashem Yikom Domam, Domoy, made the Shama have an aliyah by his great grandson. Parnasayoim, Lishos, before Shleimel, Moshishmuel, Ben Sorebassioin, and being able to pay my kids tuition. The art of the month we don't have yet. Rabbi Sai, we're holding on Daf Mem Gimel and Beis, like 15 lines from the bottom. Kiyosur Avdimi. Rabbi Sai, Kiyosur Avdimi. When Avdimi came from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, who was the Galadar in Eretz Yisrael then? Rabbi Yochanan. We have to say a few Shomalechems. We have Shmuli. Shmuli Fine is here. Shomalechem. Were you at the were you in the in the at the war at all or chilling here? You're injured. Okay, not from that. Okay. Welcome, welcome. What are, what's your names? Jake Manis. Jake Manis Shom Russell Dad. From where are you guys? 
Scottsdale? Scarsdale. Very nice. Shalom Aleichem. And to all the guests. Shalom, shalom, shalom. So Ravdimi comes from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, and he brings with him some sayings from Rabbi Yochanan or Rabbi Yochanan. So let's see the Pasuk. Oh, we didn't do... Should we do it? Do we have time? What? No. He said no. Okay, so real quickly. We know that a Tam pays from his own body as much as it's worth. The Muad pays Malia, the Muad pays, it doesn't matter how much he's worth. Kufruk Kapara, we're talking about Kaifer here. What is Kaifer? Is Kaifer to bring a Kapara Tshuva for the person that did, that, that his axe killed somebody, or is it Mamayna? Is it just a payment? Moid Knas, Potter, that we know. If you're Moid Knas, you are Potter. Shibuda, the Rebnasan, if you owe money to somebody, and that somebody, owes money to the third person, you could just go directly to the original guy. Okay, look, ayin in the chart. Rishos Mishana, that's a very interesting one. Please remember this for the rest of your lives. Rishos Mishana, if there's an animal that's a muad and it goes to another ownership, does it change into a tam? Rishos Mishana. Potter, we had already. Kufr Kapar, we had it. Oh, somebody didn't do the job here, which is me. Come, Levi the Rabbi Minei. Okay, we'll start in a second. And we're going to go quick today. Come, Levi the Rabbi Minei means if a person is Chayiv Misa for killing somebody, he doesn't pay other payments that are on the side. Roy Kibimuchzok. A Bukhar or a husband doesn't inherit something that's, that happened, a, a gain that happened after the death of the father. Or the wife, right? Eishoi mishum amoynoi is your fire that goes out. Is a mishum amoynoi. It is mishum amoynoi. We've treated as like an animal. Oh, okay, and that's it for today. Okay, so here we go. Kelsey Rav Dimi Omer Biyochanan Koifer Matam Aloyimar Im Koifer here Im Koifer. You see the pasuk Im Koifer Yushasalo. The shaila is why does it say the word Im? Now. Le rabbis koifer shaloi bechavana ke koifer bechavana. So Rabbi Yochanan holds his mechulik on what we were saying. Koifer, when an animal kills a person without intent, says Rabbi Yochanan, because it's the actual word im, he has to pay koifer. I wanted to say this ma'aseh yesterday. I'll say it today. Talking about koifer, there's a Rabbi Galinsky went somewhere to a very wealthy guy, and the guy says, listen, you want to make good money for yeshiva? Yeah, I'll give you $5 million on condition that you can bring my son back and bring him back to Yiddishkeit. He's off. So Rabbi Galinsky said, you know, $5 million, small change by me. This guy's very confused. What, what are you, a millionaire? He said, yeah, based on your math, I have 11 boys, and they're all on the derech. Sound like at least $55 million. What do I need your $5 million for? Koifer. So what we're talking about is koifer for a kapara, is koifer the value of the person. The rabbi is koifer shalabi Based on your logic that we take the word im, 
And we say that it means that even when the animal doesn't have an intent, Yechayiv koifer mlata eved nami. Look at the next pasuk. It says im eved yigach. It also has the im. Then if you kill a slave, the, the bull kills a slave. Without intent, you should be chayav. 30. And if you say yes, I'm was a, a great robber, and then, then he met Rabbi Yochanan, and he said, mm-hmm. the whole thing, you should use your koiches v'tayra, he became about tshuva. So, we're asking a question on Rabbi Yochanan, who's the choir greater than Rishlakish, who was already Rabbi Yochanan before Rishlakish became about tshuva, and he says, oh, Rishlakish says that, no, it's not true, that if, if a shark kills a slave without intent, you don't pay the shloishim. You're asking one and the other. He also Ravin Omer Rabbi Yochanan Mamish Mufurish Eved Matamaloimar Im Eved. It should just say Eved. Why say Im? The Rabbi says Shleib Chavana Kevim Chavana. That even Rabbi Yochanan says Mufurish here is Mufurish. You're, you're trying to be Medayik. If we said Im Koifer, we should say the same thing Im Eved. Here, here he is. Ravin said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. He literally learned that exact drasha. The actual word Im tells us that if. The bull kills a slave without intent, you still have to pay koifer. What's the problem? We say, like we said yesterday, usually it's dependent. We said it's dependent. If you kill this bull, then you pay koifer. You don't kill, you don't pay. Over here, you see, not like that. Okay. Ask the Gemara, So Rishlokish doesn't darsh in the im by the evet, so maybe you shouldn't darsh in the im by the first im koifer. It's not true. He darshins the first one, not the second one. What's the difference? So let's take a look at the Pasuk here. Both of them together. Actually, no. Just the, the one in Mevet. Because I want to explain it. Says the Gemara. So if you look over here, the Pasuk right before, what does it mean? Rashi doesn't explain it so well. The Pasuk right before talks about Killing a human being. Killing a Jewish child, a Jewish girl. So what do you want the Pasuk to say? How should it say it? We're talking about a bull killing a Yid. And then we want to move into the slave. So you have to say, and if he kills a slave. So you need the word him. But when it comes to Kaifer, it should just say, Koifer Yushasallah. What's im koifer? The word im over here is completely extra. So it says Rishlakish, that's why I darshan this im. I don't darshan the im eved. Why? Because im eved, it flows beautifully with the positive right before. I need that word im, it's not extra. Same Allah, if a bull kills a little kid or a little girl, you're chai, he gets killed. The whole thing, same Allah, it's Torah Abana. I don't know if you remember in the beginning of the Masech that we learned that the word Nigicha applies only to human beings because they have mazel. So over here you see that even a, a small child has mazel. And we said mazel, one shot with mazel was that he knows how to get away or literally maybe has mazel. He has like special protection from even a small child. So there's no difference between a small child or a, an adult. So the Gemara says, why do I need a pasuk? 
When a human being kills another human being, you're chayiv. When a shark kills a human being, you're chayiv. When a human being kills another human being, it doesn't matter. You know, the best is not going to say, oh, you only killed a nine-year-old. You killed a nine-year-old, you're chayiv. So why do I need a pasuk? It's just simple. Just like by human beings, it doesn't matter if the, the kid is a small kid or an adult, you for ritzicha. So too, when a bull kills human beings, it doesn't matter if he killed an adult or a child. And therefore, the question is, why do you need a pasuk? Why does the Torah have to tell us, oh, and even if a bull kills a child? So the first one is more of a memetzinu, now we have a kavachoymeru. When it comes to a person that it's a killer, there's a difference between an adult and a child. A child who's a, who kills, we're not going to do anything to him really. Yet, if you kill a child, your chayv just says you killed an adult. The, the shor that kills, it doesn't matter if he's a week old or two years old, we're going to put him to death. In other words, by human beings, there's a difference in the roitzeach. The roitzeach has to be a gadol. By a shor, there's no difference in the roitzeach. So certainly, when you kill a human being, there shouldn't be a difference between a kadol and a gadol. That's not, so, and therefore the question is, why do I need a pasuk? So the answer is, loy. Can't learn any limudim. If I told him, Adam Shikin Chai Barabot Dvarim, Tony Rishon Shikin Chai Barabot Dvarim. Just to show it, in case you forgot what Barabot Dvarim, we're not talking about Nezek. Talking about Tsari B'Shevis Boishes, Yechayiv, and other things. So you can't, humans are different. That's why I need a pasuk. I can't learn. This from a limud, I wouldn't know that if you if a shark kills a child, that he's chayiv. Human beings, if they kill children, they're chayiv because they're chayiv in all sorts of things. But a shark is not chayiv in all the things. Now, because if you look at the pasuk, check this out. Pasuk Chavtes says, "Vim shor nagachum itmol shil shom." What does that mean? Muad. And it says, So, is referring to the positive, the two psukim before, and we're talking about a muad now. So, where it says, okay, a shard that's a muad that kills a child, he, he, you kill him, whatever you need to do. How do you know if it's his first time, kills a child, how do you know he's chayiv? Dinu. This is called a mamatzinu. Since we find that a man and a woman, for children. Just like when a bull kills a man and a woman, we don't care. So too, when he kills a child, we don't make enough community in the time and the mood. So that's a moment scene. And the Gemara is going to slug it off. We have also Kavachoymer, simple Kavachoymer. Comes to a man or woman, they're always chayv to pay for damage. And you didn't differentiate between a time and a woman. If, if, if a time kills a human being, put him to death. 
young child who caused damage doesn't pay. In addition, certainly they, they have the upper hand. They could damage, they don't have to pay. So certainly if somebody damages them, even if it's time, you have to kill the Tam. So, number one, let's go 1-1. One, one. We had a Memetzinu, we had a Kavachaymer. So on the Memetzinu, we said, Amris, you want to say like this, this also. Wait a minute, you're trying to learn from a Muad that you have to kill the Tam. I'm just going to read these words. They might not be part of the Gemara. They are part of the Gemara. Rashi brings them. So it's part of, it's part of the Hezbrei. You said, we know that a mood is more chomer. Why? He has to pay koifer. Tom doesn't pay koifer. So what, what do you mean memetzinu? If I see a halacha by a mood, I'm going to say the same halacha by, by a tam. They're not the same. A uh, mood is much more chomer. has to pay koifer. Void. And now, on the second thing that you told me, so your second thing that you told me was a kavah chomer. So now I'm going to, I have a pirchet to the Im Imamarta be'ish v'isha shekein chayom be'mitzvahs. What kavachaymer is? You know, if you kill an adult, maybe you have to put the bull to to, to bye bye, send him to, to to his creator. Why? Because he just took somebody that's chayv mitzvahs. What's the difference between an adult and a child? Adult has potential. He's doing mitzvahs. He's wearing tefillin. He's learning Torah. A bull killed that kind of person, so you have to kill the bull. But if you could say such a svara. Okay. Bull only killed a child. The child is not chayv mitzvahs. You kids don't listen to this. Where are you? Don't take it seriously. I don't think so. That's why you need a pasuk. Nigicha b'tam, nigicha b'muad, nigicha l'misa, nigicha l'nezaken. So we have a limud that there's no difference between a tam and a muad, and there's no difference. And if he causes damages, he's chayiv. He Kills his chayev. Okay. The boy said, beautiful. We're starting a new Mishnah. Just perfect timing. Could all wake up. What are we going to do? Should we start the whole shear over? I, I feel like we have to start the whole shear over. Yo, so can you do something like editing and just take off all the garbage? Start from the Mishnah. Says the Heligan Mishnah, sponsored, used to be sponsored by Moshe Cohen. Luschos for his Hatzlochen, Ruchnis and Gashmias, apparently had a lot of Hatzlochen, Ruchnis and Gashmias, and he no longer sponsors the Mishnah. Shar Shahoyam is Chakik Bakoisel. There was a Shar, let me show your boys what it looks like. Here we go. Ah, Givaldika stuff. Here we go. There's no bug. <laughs> Tzaddik. Okay. Without without noise. Okay. Shoshah mishchak b'koyz v'nofal al adam. And the, the wall fell on the person. Oh, let's see now if the other thing works. Um, no, I don't see it. Oh, here. Here we go. Let's see. Okay. He had Kavana to kill a Knani. And he killed the Israel instead. He tried to kill a non-viable baby. And he killed a baby that's viable. Lived more than 30 days. Wasn't born premature. Potter. He's Potter Misa. 
Omar Shmuel Padre Misa, Vichai Bekaifer. Shmuel learns the word im. You remember here we have this, Givaldic, it goes quickly. The word im teaches us that it's possible not to die as a bull, but the owner has to pay Kaifer. That's one shita. Rav doesn't hold of the sim. He doesn't hold like Rabbi Yechanan. He does that either you kill the bull and the owner pays Kaifer. And if you don't kill the bull, you don't pay Kaifer. So in this case, if you don't kill the bull, you don't pay Kaifer. Ask the Gemara of Amai Hotambu. Why does Shmuel say you have to pay Kaifer? It's his first time scratching his back on a wall. Says the Gemara, this is halacha that if a bull falls on top of a human being in a, in a pit, the balabas of the pit, the owner of the pit has to pay kaifer. The question is, you only pay kaifer when it happened three times. How in the world did a bull fall on a person three times in a pit? Says the Gemara, yes, he fell on, he fell on a person three times. It's possible. The bull was a little bit of a, you know, interesting bull, missing a couple screws. And he kept on going to the pit to look what's inside the pit, and he fell on a person. Nachamol, nachamol. Now, I don't know if you remember, we'll just point it out, because my chavruza took the Dirshu test on Friday, and he asked me this question. And for some reason, after like five minutes, I was able to come up with three out of the four. How is it possible that an animal can become a, a muad? Uh, how, how is it possible that without... Killing him, he became a mood. In other words, if a tam kills a human being on the first time, you have to kill him right away. So how did it happen three times? So Gemara has a bunch of tirutzim. And we were left with four. The famous one that everybody remembers, that he ran away. Remember this flash? He ran away to the Agam. And then he came back and he killed and he came back. The other one was that Edim Zaymimim came all the way at the end. Or that he, he, he really... Damaged them, he injured them, and then they all three died at the same time. What was the fourth one that I don't I didn't remember? This is the one that they knew who the Balabais was, but what? What happened? Yeah. They they didn't know what char, and then later on they figured out who the char was. Okay. Uncle Potim. So over here also we're gonna say, He's the type of he he did he he did this three times. He scratched the first time. We said it was a mistake. He did a second time. He said, what a coincidence!" The third time, we realized that this bull, when he sees somebody standing behind the wall, he pretends he has an itch, and he he scratches it back, and the wall, the wall falls down on a person. I want to throw this out there, but I don't hold like this because if I held like this, I would be in big, big trouble. But the Bnei Sasser says that it's also to scratch your itch. That's what he holds. To scratch. If you have itch, you're not a scratch. He says. That it's damaging, and that if you don't control that, then you might not come. You might not control other types that you have, whatever. I don't hold like that. I have a lot of scratching going on. Mela, I'll be in big trouble. Ihachi, what? Which also reminds me, the famous. I said this story a long time. I'll say it again. Somebody asked Rebbe Chaim Kanievsky. This is unfortunately this is a type of shyness you used to get. He says Rebbe, guy wrote him a letter. He says. If I have an itch on my right foot and on my left foot, which foot should I scratch first? <laughs> so he said, you should scratch them one on the other. You guide them zebozeh. I'll go upon him. Okay, fine. Zokin Gimbara. 
says Gemara, if it's if that's the case, that he 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 scratches back and he killed three people, we should kill him. Bishlam Allah the Khazi Yuraikov and Ofal over there by the by the pit. Maybe they had some you know vegetables growing there. So every time he went to eat a vegetable, he fell and it was like a trap and he killed somebody. What was a person doing on the bottom of the pit? I don't know. And three times the choich. But it's a it's a very far-fetched story, but it's possible. But over here, what? Pong? Pong? He 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 found people behind the wall and he and he knocked on the wall. He says the Gemara, He did it for his ana. He keeps on having a scratch. I think I showed it in Shir, no? Like they, they put this like like a like a maybe screws or something, like something very and the and and the the, the, I didn't show it to you guys. Okay, they have this thing. It's called like a cow scratcher. They put it. They, they tie it to a tree. It's something that if you were to scratch your body, you just cut your skin. But they go. They love it. They they go back and forth on it. Uh, so this guy had a scratch, and that's what he did. And then he keeps on going to from room to room, knocking down houses, killing people. So he says tomorrow. Maybe he's mad at the person. Maybe. Maybe when he sees people, he knocks it down. How do you know he did it because he was itching? Because if you look good, you look at this thing over here, you'll see. I think you can see it over here. This is another one. A different one. I didn't show you this one. Basically, the guy, uh, okay, after he gets, he continues scratching. You see, he didn't want to kill him. He has a geschmack itch. Okay. So here, let's go back to Tzroyos for a second, if you don't remember what it looks like. Basically, it's, it's not attached to his body. It's something that came off his body and flew, and we had a whole sugi about Tzroyos. So this also, it's not part of him. He was on the wall. It's like an outcome of, of what he did. So this, our artist who's a Yehudi, the 3D guy. So we, we tried to explain to him and it didn't really come out. We tried to explain to him how this works. I wanted, I was, finally I was excited. We're going to have a 3D that actually explains something that's hard to understand. But the point is that the, the, here's the wall and the bull was scratching it. As he was scratching himself, he kept on pushing down the wall until there the hit the person. So it is part of him. It didn't fly off him. It didn't knock him over here and then the wall fell. He was with the wall the entire time until it went down. Tanki will say the Shmuel, but you have the Rav. Oh, the turning of the daf. by the way, I believe tonight even or tomorrow is the Shloishim of Binyamin early. The turning of the daf is sponsored by Hanan and Shira Averbach. Lilu Nishmas, their holy nephew, Ben Yomimeir Ben Zev David, the son of Jen and, er- Jen and Robert Early. Lilu Nishmas, Ben Yomimeir Ben Zev David, I can't believe it's already a month, it's unbelievable. Time flies, what? I think that's, ah, so they're doing something tomorrow. Ah, uh-huh, so it's Monday, okay. Chaparayin, if you have Gemaris, Shkalim, whatever you have, do it. Oh, so now this is a little sikum of everything that we learned. It says in the Bryce like this. 
There's an animal that's chayiv both misa and kaifer. There's four cases. If we stop right here, this is exactly what Shmuel said. There's an animal that's chayiv and kaifer and potter and misa. We're going to see the Gemara. The Gemara explains everything. And there's one that's chayiv death penalty. You don't have to pay the kaifer. And there's one that's potter for both. Okay, so what's the case? The worst of the worst. It goes from the worst of the worst to the best of the best. You have the Muad, who had intent to kill, so he's Chayiv Misa, and his owner has to pay Kaifer. And this is the case that we're looking for. This is our Mishnah. Muad Chaloi Bekavana. He's a bull, that's a Muad, and he didn't have intent. It says, Mufurish in the Braiso Chayiv Bekaifer. The owner has to pay. That's what Shmuel says. It's possible not to have the death penalty and to pay Kaifer. Rav, on the other hand, it's a steer to Rav, because Rav says, if you put it from Misa, you put it from Kaifer. So that's a steer to Rav. And finally, the fourth case, Tam sorry, Tam third case. Tam If the Tam has intent to kill, we kill him, but the owner is Padr Kaifer. Why is he Padr Kaifer? Because Kaifer, you don't pay Kaifer if it's a Tam, only a Mu'ad. Tam, Shalabi this is the best of the best. He never, he never did anything, he doesn't have a history. And he didn't have intent. Potter Mizel Mizel, he's Potter from Misa, and certainly Potter from Kaifer. And when the bull does damage, what kind of damage? Karen, without intent. Rabbi Yehuda Mechayev, Rabbi Yehuda says that the owner of the animal has to pay, Rabbi Shimon Poiter. This reminds me, I don't think it has any connection, but the famous Rabbi Yehuda Rabbi Shimon, Masech Shabbos with Kavana, Miskavin, not Miskavin, I don't think it has connection. Says Gemara, my time the Rebbe Yehuda Yav Mekafroi. Why does Rebbe Yehuda say that you're Chayev without Kavana? Again, an animal is running in the street, like we saw that video once, and hits a motorcycle. He didn't want to hit the motorcycle, it was an accident. Shalev Kavana, Rebbe says, Yechayev. Rebbe Shim says, Potter. Why time the Rebbe Yehuda Yav Mekafroi? He learns from Kafir. Ma Kafir, Shalev Kavana Chayev, like we just said in the Braisa, that Kafir. Yechayev, without intent, also, like Shmuel, so too, if he causes damage. Rav Shimon says, no, it's more similar, don't compare it to Kaifer, compare it to the death penalty. If an animal kills anybody without intent, he's potter from Misa. How come Rav Yudha doesn't look like Rav Shimon? How come Rav Shimon doesn't look like Rav Yudha? Why is Rav Yudha say that you should learn it from the death penalty? We want to learn payments from payments. Why doesn't Rav Shimon learn from payment? Says Gemara, listen to this. This is important. To, this is where you need to understand Pshat. You learn the Chiyuv of Ashar from the Chiyuv of the Shar. Meaning, you learn the Chiyuv of Ashar from Skila of the Shar. Anybody have Pshat here? Koifer is something that the owner pays. New and, and, the, and, and the payment that a, that a shard does is not a, something that the owner pays. When, he, when, the, when the shard causes damage, it's not something the owner does, it does. So what's the pshat? Very simple. The chiyuv, says Rashi, of koifer is to save his neshama. It's the chiyuv of the balim. It comes for the owner. Whereas when a person, when you pay damages, it's not to save the owner, it's damages that your, your bull costs, so you have to pay it. 
Who pays it? The owner pays it. But you hear, chiyuvi the bailum doesn't mean he has to pay. Because payment of damages, he also has to pay. You hear what I'm saying? It's the chiyuv of the owner for his own neshama. That's what it means, chiyuv the bailum. To save his neshama. Where? Exactly. Very good. I was actually thinking of that also. If a person doesn't have money, he still has to pay koifer. Why? It's a chiyuv the bailum. The Lashon is a little hard. Meaning, it's a chiyuv on the human being to save himself. Not that it's a chiyuv to pay like you pay nezek. That's the nafkimine. Okay. It's very interesting. I said this might but could I say it again? And as Benny pointed out, that once the Hebrew shear starts, I have freebie. I could say all the mices without worrying about it. I never said them. There was a Yeshiva Bachar walking down the hallway. I don't know, I learned in Passaic, so we had like a water fountain in the hallway. So Mamish makes a lot of sense, the story over there. He sees one of his friends, uh, Bachar, bending over by the water fountain drinking. So what does the Yeshiva guy do when he sees a guy? You go over to him, you just, with all your might, and you give him a gesundes zetz on the back. You know, something that rings down the hallway. That's part of the Yeshiva life. You give him that gesundes zetz. Ow! And then he hears the Rosh Hashiva's voice. Rosh Hashiva says, I'm giving you 10 seconds to disappear. <laughs> That's Niskav and Laharug is a behemoth. He had Kavana to hit his friend, but it turned out that was the Rosh Hashiva. But it was a good Rosh Hashiva, a nice Rosh Hashiva. The Rosh Hashiva said, Listen, I know it was a mistake. I know you didn't mean to hit the Rosh Hashiva. So do me a favor, run for your life. I'm going to get up in 10 seconds, and I hope you're not there. I don't know. You wouldn't run away. You'd say, huh? The scavalarics have a hem of Argus Autumn. There's no cameras in those days. Vargas Autumn Potter. Says the Gemara, Honest You can make a simple deal. It's talking about, and, and, and Yosef, check, check the slides because Yoshi was ha- supposed to have something for this also. That he was supposed to kill, he went to kill an animal, and the animal jumped to the side and he killed the guy in the, on, on the uh, beach chair. But what if he tried to kill the guy in the right, the right beach chair, and instead he killed the guy in the left beach chair? That's the famous Machloikis. Seems like you're Ischayev. Um, why? The mission is not like Yerushim, the sign of Yerushim, even if a bull, not a human being, a bull tried to kill bull A, and he ended up killing bull B, he's Potter. That's not like our Mishnah. My time is there, Shimon. It said, we learn, they have to compare the two. That the death of the owner is like the death of the shark. You only kill the owner when he has You never kill a human being. No, Shiloh. But a human being, you have to have Kavana, he has premeditated murder. So too, a bull. Let's see if I can find the pasuk here. This this is gevaldig over here. Here we go. Somebody hates somebody. And he ambushes him. He comes from the side. Okay, fine. But it has to be with a kavana. You have to ambush the guy. 
And if you try to kill Reuven and you ended up killing Shimon, you part through as you scaven Loi. Rabbana, but Rabbana argue. Rabbana say, not true. You try to take somebody's neshama, you try to kill somebody, you thought it was Reuven and ended up being Shimon, you're Chayim. So what does they do with Va'or Avloi? It's just to say, somebody, here's the passage, right? Who cares that he ambushed him, that it was him, Fdafke him? Why do I have to say that? This is Goy without a Yud. Legoy doesn't mean a guy. Legoy means into a group. Interesting story, like, uh, you know, like he's playing Russian roulette with human beings. He, he takes a, a brick. He sees a bunch of people standing in a, in a circle. He takes a brick and throws it. He wants to kill somebody. He wants to see who. He, he's not sure exactly who. One of the ten people over there is going to die. And they'll have a big laugh and they'll put it on the social media, whatever. Be the zach. Legoy. To a, into a group. Says the Gemara, oh, so for that, you're not chayev. Why? Because if you, there's a difference, if you try to kill this person, but you didn't know who it was, you thought it's Ruin Shimon, that's different than just throwing something into a group. Says the Gemara, Yechidami. Why? What's the case? There's nine, and one Jew, then we have a Raiv. And a Raiv, with the Raiv, he's potter from, you can't give him the death penalty because 90%, 9 out of 10 chances he was going to kill uh, Knani. And instead he killed it, so you don't kill him. Inami, Palgo, Palgo, even if it's 50-50, Suffolk, Nefashis, Lahakil. You're 50-50, when it comes to killing somebody, then you go Lahakil. This is a shasugi, really. It's good to, we learned it many times, so it's easy for us. When you have nine Jews and one Knani, so you should put him to death. Why? Because the chances are that he's going to kill the Jew. So this is the concept of stationary. That the people there were stationary at the time. And when the stationary, we have a concept called anytime you have stationary, then it turns into 50-50. And 50-50, what do we say? Where's the Pasuk? I don't know. I guess this is supposed to be this. I don't know. I think it was a mistake. Y'all say you'll just fix the mistake. Yeah. Uh, so, by the way, Rashi over here says, you could look in Rashi, the Rashi right before the Mishnah. Look where it says Mishnah, look two lines before that. It says in Rashi, Anytime we have in Shas, this idea that when it's stationary, it turns into 50-50, this is the, 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 the source right here. Says the Elegy Mishnah, a bull owned by a woman. I would have a Havamina that maybe if it was owned by a woman, it's not the same thing. Vishari Soimim, it's owned by youngsters. So what's the point? You hear Gary? Because I hear you. Some, some of you hear me. Ah, good. So what's the pshat? When a bull owned by a child and he goes ahead and he kills a human being, do you kill him? He's owned by a child. Maybe the ownership is not that. More than that. So now you can read this. Shar Why am I reading like that? 
a bull that talks. Because there's a bachar in yeshiva that couldn't believe that the Mishnah says sharem adaber. A bull that talks. What's the havim in the That a bull that talks, you, should, you shouldn't kill him. Just because he talks. He looked in all the Rishonim and Achroinim. He couldn't come up with pshat. He's going crazy. He ended up writing a whole chabura. Maishishoya wrote a whole chabura. Why a bull that talks? Maybe it has to do with Bullock. Maybe she should make braces. And then finally, his chavruza told him, Shara Midbar. We're not even talking about Shara Midbar. I'm talking about Shara Midbar. <laughs> Shara Midbar. What does Shara Midbar mean? <laughs> Shara Midbar. What are you laughing? Maishishoya, I'm telling you. Maishishoya. Obviously, it wasn't an Israeli bacher. <laughs> Shara Midbar. So Shara Midbar is a, a Shara that's Hefker. Pasha Hefker. So you would think that if he doesn't have an owner, it says in the Pasuk, look, he has to have an owner. Maybe a woman is not a proper ownership. Maybe a, certainly not a Hefker. A Hefker animal. You kill him also. Shara Hegdesh. It belongs to Akash Baruch Maybe there's no ownership there. Shara Ger. A convert. We had this Nordic story. I don't know. Well, okay. They said the story is not 100%. Now they had in uh, in uh, Kiris Yoyal, uh, Satmar Chassid that was a ger for five years. He went back. But he said also, uh, it's not so partial. Anyways, he's a ger. And he didn't have Yarshim. But it's the same, this is the same thing as Shara Midbar. Basically, it's Hefker. You know what I going to say? Difference. Hare Elu Chayova Misa, you put them to death, these bulls. Rebu Doib Shara Midbar, Shara Egde Shara Hager, Shemais Peturmena Misa. Levishelem Bailem, he says, these three, the Midbar, Hegdish, and the ger, since they don't have owners, you don't put them to death. Shar, Shar, Shiva. Here I have it right here, if you want to see it real quickly. From Pasuk Chofches, all the way to Pasuk Laman Beis, it says Shar seven times. Emimela, one time, you need to, t- to tell us that we're talking about this bull. But why does it say it another six times? Lahavi Shar Isha, one. Shar Yisam, two. Shar Abitrofes, three. Shar Amit, four. Shar Agdash, five. Shar Agershim, Mesim, six. It tells us these six. What he does with us is shar, I don't know. Listen to this. Unbelievable. A bull that had an owner and he killed a human being. And then the, the, the owner decided, you know, he's going to go fife anyways. They're going to kill this bull. I'm making it hegdish. It works. It's a great trick. He won't enjoy it. Let a Baruch Let the Beis Hamidish enjoy No, no, no. You kill it. You kill no gufoy. It's dead. It's worse. It's also bahana. Nogach. Ulebesoy hifkir. You could be mafkir, be magdish. Mimai. Mikitonic tarti. So he proves it from our Mishnah. What? We pointed it out. It says two exact cases. The same thing. One is a bull from the desert, meaning Hefker, and the other one is a bull owned by a ger, which is also Hefker. Shara Geshem Meis, my new, the Kim Den Yarshim, I believe Shara Hefker, it's the same thing, and Shara Midbar, Shara Geshem Meis, Ben Yarshim, and the Lava Kam Ashwalah, and this is what comes to tell us. Nafilu Nogal of a Soifigdish, Nogal of a Soifigdish, Shmamina, it must be, why does it tell us two halachas about Hefker? To teach you one started out as Hefker, and one had an owner and then became Hefker, like the ger. Shmamina, Tanya Hachi, we learned also in the Brisa. Uh, in this case, 
if the, he, he killed somebody and then the owner made him hegdish or he made him hefkir, that you bring him to Bezdin and he comes in front of the Bezdin. You have to have one owner at both times. And if he's hefkir, it's not the owner. Says Yes, we also need Gemaradin, says the Gemara. You need not only not only to be in front of the Bezdin, but also the Gemaradin that they say, this is the verdict. Rabbi Sai apologize for the technical difficulty. Have a wonderful week. Have a Givaldico night. And we'll see you tomorrow, Bezer Hashem, at 7 15.